Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Anchor Girls Podcast with your anchor girl, Maria, here for a devil slash prayer. And today's devotional is going to be about a little something that I got into last night on Instagram. And I want to speak a little bit about it, and then we're going to pray. And I really want to, you know, encourage today um all the listeners listening to this podcast today i really want to encourage you guys to get into prayer find answers but most importantly let the holy spirit kind of like explain this verse to you guys because i believe we all take the bible in differently and we all have our own opinions but i don't want us to go based on our opinion i want us to go based on the spiritual truth on what the spirit of god and what the holy spirit reveals to us with this verse so with that being said today's devil slash prayer is going to be about tattoos so let's get into this your anchor girl maria and what i do monday through friday in the morning is bring a devotional slash prayer 2020 was such a hard year for me my prayer life was in a place that i did not want it to be i had a hard time getting into the word and praying so i decided that i will record myself praying and give our listeners a devotional that will encourage you and get you ready for the day so come and join me your girl anchor girl maria for prayer time and I want to apologize to you guys if you guys hear like cartoons my kids are watching Looney Tunes or if you guys hear my kids going a little crazy I got just the two little ones today and yeah you could tell the mommy doing a pod her podcast but they don't they don't really listen they they they're just kids you know and they're gonna they're gonna jump around and play around and my daughters love playing with Barbies and they love playing pretend so they can be loud at times so if you hear Brooklyn yelling she's not really yelling because she's mad is because the doll is having emotions and the doll is yelling if that makes sense also you guys will hear a beep sound and it's my fire alarm i changed the battery y'all i did my duty to remind myself to change the battery and it still beeps so i have a feeling that this alarm is just no good so most likely i have to go to home depot and get a new one because I put new batteries and it's still doing the beep. So yeah, anyways, let's get into this. So last night I saw a post from one of my favorite Christian um, rappers. His name is KB. If you guys know KB, his music is pretty dope. But there's some things in his music where I'm just like, <laughs> did he just say that? So it's like, okay, like I'm a little confused. But, you know, the word of God does say that we will know people by their fruits. And in the end of time, some people will say, will claim that they, they know the Lord, but they really don't know the Lord, which I'm not saying that, you know, brother KB don't know the Lord. You know, he has, he knows his relationship with God and he knows where he stands in his relationship with God. And I am no one to judge him about his relationship with God. But there was something that he posted that I saw a lot of people you know, commenting on it. And I, you know, it's social media. If you don't want people to comment, 
don't post it. So I commented something like, you know, um, Leviticus 19.28. Then I also commented um, a verse in Matthews where Jesus says himself that he did not come to abolish or to change the law, but that he came to finish it. So, you know, like I said, everybody takes the word indifferently. God speaks to us in different ways. The word is alive. The word is God. So, you know, I believe that the, that God uses the word for our own personal lives to change and transform us, you know, in our jobs, as like Paul says, be your brother's keeper. Our job is to, if we see our brothers and sisters, you know, going a little bit left, we want to encourage them to go to the right, but you know, whatever, it doesn't always fall that way. So anyways, so he was about to perform and... Um, I don't know where he was going to perform because honestly, I've never witnessed this singer coming to the Massachusetts area where I can actually go and see him in concert. Um, but he does do shows where he's from California, Florida, you know, Texas, places where he's near. He does do shows there. And um, he had posted something about before going into a show to do his show him and his crew was were getting tattoos done again I've said it before I personally it's my personal conviction I personally believe that tattoos are not like there's no reason what are the reasons for you to tattoo your skin what are the what are the reasons for you to bring pain into your body like what are the reasons I'm not gonna lie to y'all tattoos for me when I got I got two tattoos and to be honest with you if it wasn't for the conviction of God about it I'd be tattooed everywhere because I actually like the feeling of t- getting tattooed it doesn't hurt me I don't get hurt by it like just like piercings I've I have gotten you know my tongue pierced I've gotten um a piercing like up on top of my um my lip um, I got ear piercings, which, um, by the way, let's blame my mother because she's the one who got me my ears pierced. It wasn't me. She's the one who did it. Spanish people usually pierce their children's ears at a very young age. Well, their daughter's ears at a very young age. Not all Spanish, but majority do. So, yeah, if we're going to blame anybody for ear piercing, my mother's fault. I also wear a nose ring. Um, and, I, you know, when it comes to that stuff... Like I said, it is a personal conviction. It is something that I believe that if, like I said, what can be good for somebody cannot be, might not be good for you. What's bad for someone else might not be bad for you. Like I said, you have the Holy Spirit. He will convict. He will direct. He will speak to you. And it's it's all depending on the relationship that you have with the Lord. You know, when you have a relationship with God, you could hear God and he will instruct you in the way that you should go. So with that being said, I saw the video and they were getting tattoos done. I noticed that the tattoo was a cr- one of the guys was getting a cross with a skull. So I was like, um... Maybe, maybe the tattoo means Jesus defeated death and he just wanted to tattoo that on his skin. But in all honesty, you got to tattoo that truth in your heart, not on your skin. But, you know, whatever floats your boat, you go for that. And I saw a lot of people commenting on this video talking about, um, 
Oh, oh yeah, because the tattoo artist was wearing a pair of Jordan 1s. And a lot of people were so worried about the creasing in the sneakers. Like, no offense, but the creasing in the sneakers is really giving me like a heart attack. I'm getting anxiety just by... And it's like, dude, people, it's just shoes. Like, they're just shoes. But we are seeing nowadays the love for materialistic things like a pair of Jordans, which I own two pairs of Jordan 1s and honestly I believe one of my pairs are creased but I don't care because they're just shoes like they're meant to be worn do I care if they get dirty yes because I spend money on them and I don't want to dirty them but if they get creased like (laughs) I'm not gonna be like oh my god my shoes are ruined you get what I'm saying so it's not like something that's gonna like oh my goodness I'm walking I need to walk on air in order not to crease these shoes so I need to keep my feet flat in order not to crease these shoes like I don't live my life focused on my feet you know I put them on I walk in life I do what I gotta do and if they get a little dirty well hopefully I got some material to take it out or whatever it's not that big of a deal to me but then there was this one guy who posted and he's like oh Watch all the religious folks throw Leviticus 19.28. And right there, I got a little bothered. Because I was like, religious folks, it's not religious. It's it's the word. And we cannot change the word because the word is there. Now, this is where I'm coming at. A lot of people... Let me go on commercials. Let me tell these kids that mommy is recording. Hold on, guys. you like receiving verses of the day? Do you like doing devotionals with friends or maybe even by yourself? I have the perfect app for you. Uversion, also known as Bible.com or the Bible app, is an online and mobile Bible platform published by Android, iOS, Windows Phone, and many other operating systems. It also supports a variety of other platforms. This app has changed over the years and it has some really cool features. It gives you a new story to hear every morning and prayer. It allows you to connect with friends and family and many others. I have been using the Uversion app for over six years and have built an amazing community of friends and family that I meet through social media and in church. I also do Bible devotionals with my pastor and enjoy reading what my pastor has to say about the devotional of the day. The Bible app has dozens of devotionals to choose from and even gives you the option to change the version and language that you would like your Bible to be. I read the NLT or NIV and of course it is in English. This app also gives you audio options to listen while you work out, work, or even drive. The app is free, guys, and available in all app stores. I am so sorry about that. I apologize. Like I said, they're on vacation right now. They're on spring break. So um, there's really no way I can hide from my kids. I can go to my little office space downstairs but then you're gonna hear my dog and honestly being a mom you really don't have that quiet place but it's okay because we make it work so anyways like I was saying um all these comments weren't being made there so I started you know I I made a comment and and a comment and I asked one of the brothers I consider people who serve the Lord my brothers and sisters in Christ so I asked one of the brothers like can you explain to me your view, 
your view about this, you know, about these verses and stuff. And I'm going to read to you guys something that he said that I was like, wow, like, like, I like that. Like, I like what he put. So I won't mention who the um, person is, but I will mention what he said. He goes in Leviticus 19:28, which says you shall not make any cuttings in your flesh for the dead, nor tattoo any marks on you. I am the Lord. God's desire is for his people to be set apart from other religious practices like pagan worship and sorcery. If you look at this verse in context, you can see that it is specifically dealing with pagan religious rituals. Jesus declaration that he came to fulfill the law in the prophets, not to abolish them, obviously contains two statements in one. There is something Jesus did and something he did not do. At the same time, Jesus emphasized the eternal nature of the word of God. So does the Leviticus verse have any relevance for us today? Absolutely. Anyone getting a tattoo really needs to ask themselves, why am I getting this and what is the meaning of this tattoo? Is the tattoo an expression of witchcraft, idolatry, or pagan symbolism? If so, as Christians, we need to reconsider. When I consider the context of Leviticus 19, I lean towards the belief that it is not forbidding all expressions of tattoos. All that said, as an ambassador of Christ, I don't believe in getting tattoos or any piercings. I feel our bodies are temples and that we shouldn't inflict pain on our flesh and permanent scarring for some sick sense of fashion. I don't judge anyone with these things because I believe that God is much more concerned with our hearts than he is with the outside appearance of a person. I know a lot of people got them before they were saved until saved until I or someone else finds scripture supporting my beliefs. I just leave it as a personal conviction and I try not to push my personal convictions on others. I honestly, guys, to me, he explained that perfectly to me. But then there was another guy who commented on the same thing that I asked. And I didn't like his answer at all. Because his answer, um, his was a little longer than this one, so I'm not going to read it. But his answer was pretty much saying like, you know, we live by grace. And because we live by grace, then we can do all these things and we don't lose our salvation. We don't lose our relationship with God because, you know, it's by grace and we don't live in those times. And he was trying to say like God was speaking to a certain group of people. And to me personally, if that was really the case, if God was literally speaking to another group of people, then I think God wouldn't even bother allowing the Old Testament to be written if it didn't apply to us. Because why come up with a with an Old Testament if it doesn't apply to the new generation? But I personally do believe that the Old Testament and the New Testament both apply to us today. Um, is the generations different nowadays? Of course it is, but I don't think that it doesn't apply to us. I believe that it does apply to us. And, um, again, like I said, I, I, I agree with this man when he said it's a personal conviction, because to be honest with y'all, I truly do believe that it is a personal conviction because I get, I have piercings. I'm actually thinking of getting my third, um, hole pierced on my ear and, you know, like I said, 
if I was to be convicted at the moment that I'm going to go get it and I feel in my heart that the Holy Spirit is telling me don't do it, then it's my conviction and I will not do it. But will I go on and preach and say, God said that ear piercings are bad? No, I wouldn't because there's a difference. There's a difference between God telling me, go and tell my people and God telling me, hey, I don't want this for you. You get what I hope I, I hope you guys get what I'm saying. I feel like personal convictions, like I said, something good for someone might not be good for you and something bad for someone might not be bad for you. So right there, I, I, I kind of understood that because rela- my relationship with God is not the same relationship as your relationship with God. We all have our own convictions. We all have our personal, um, you know, journey. We all are, although we are all going towards the same goal the journey towards that goal is completely different. I don't think we all go through the same storms or the same convictions or the same changes or the same transformation. Cause if it was all the same, then there will be no point for testimony because it's like, why, why are you going to tell me your testimony? I already know it. I went through it too. So that's where I'm getting at. But what bothered me was the, the fact that the okayness to live in two waters I felt like what I was trying to get out was that I felt like when you got a platform, like being a a preacher, um, an international preacher, like a big one, you know, having a big mega church, um, being a worship, a worship leader, you know, you had like, like, for example, Elevation Worship, Hillsong United Worship, so many other worships, you know, those, those platforms, those big platforms, like being a Christian rapper, being a Christian poet, whatever it is that you have, that you have a big following. I truly believe our job is not to show our relationship with God, because that's ours, that's private. But I do find it that it's kind of, kind of our responsibility to show the youth some part of our relationship with God. Like, for example, if I was a Christian singer and I was about to record what I do backstage before I get on stage, I want to, I want to, um, show as an example, I want to show how I pray before I get on stage, how I worship God before I get on stage, how I, you know, how I allow the Holy Spirit to move before I get on stage. The last thing I would do is show thousands and millions of fans of mine how I get tattooed before I get on stage. You you get what I'm saying? It could be a personal conviction. Maybe, you know, maybe they're not being convicted of of getting tattoos done and whatever. That's okay. I'm not going to question that because I cannot question God and his plan and his process and his purpose for someone's life. I cannot be sit here and be like, well, I don't understand why you told me I can't get tattoos, but that person's getting tattoos. Why aren't you telling that person the same thing? God, why, 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 why? I'm not going to sit there doing that. But I'm not going to show the youth. Let me tell you guys, we live in a generation where the youth is completely lost. And we have one side of Christianity telling the youth, this is bad, this is bad, you're going to hell, and condemning them and telling them, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad. But then we have another group of Christians telling the youth, you can go to clubs, you can party, you can do all that as long as you come to church on Sundays and you repent for your sins. But how many times are you going to repent for going to the club? Like the Bible says to repent from it and not do it again. When you're repenting, that's conviction, which means the Holy Spirit is telling you, hey, 
that's not good. If it was good, why would you have to ask for forgiveness? If going to the club was okay and not a conviction and you weren't getting convicted by it, why are you repenting for going to the club if you're not, if it's not a conviction and if it's okay to do it? But when you repenting, when you're coming to God saying, God, I'm sorry that I went out to the club yesterday and I acted a fool and I drank and I did this and I did that and Lord, I'm sorry. It's because the Holy Spirit is clearly convicting you of those actions. So when you repent from it, don't go back to it. Don't go clubbing again. And then Sunday, come Sunday to church and be like, God, I did it. I did it again. I'm sorry. I mean, yes, the Bible also says, you know, if you fall seven times, I'll, I'll lift you back up. Like, don't worry about it. And God is, God is merciful. But the Bible also tells you that, Hey, listen, if your left hand causes you to, to, to sin, then cut it off. You know, we cut that hand off. So pretty much if the club, because the club is just a, it's just a building. But if in that building and if that, and in that zone, if in, in that environment, you are caused to do things that you should not be doing, cut that off. God is not telling you the building itself is, is bad. He's not telling you the club is bad. What he's telling you is the atmosphere, what they're doing there is no good for you. And if you know that it's going to lead you to sin, cut it off. Same with relationships, same with whatever. And it's like right now, if you got the tattoo done, I am, I am a hundred percent sure there is nobody in this world saying, God, tomorrow I'm going to get a tattoo. And Lord, I just want you to, to kind of point out to me what design you want me to get. Cause Lord, I just want to get a design that represents you and brings glory to you and worships you. Because let me tell you my opinion, God will probably look down and be like, listen, buddy, if I wanted you to have a a butterfly on your, on your skin, I most definitely would put, would have put a butterfly on your skin before I put you in your mommy's womb. Meaning that, that butterfly would have grew with you because I intended for that butterfly to be there. So I don't think the Holy Spirit is having a conversation with anybody saying, Oh, like this one is really cute. Like you should totally get this verse with like a nice butterfly and a nice tree because that's just like a totally going to bring glory to me. No, I, I, I personally don't think that that's what's going on here. That's why we don't go. That's why we, none of us go to God when we're going to go get a tattoo done. We just go get the tattoo. We know what we want and we get it. Not asking nobody for permission because we have this thing set that says our body, our choice. I do what I want with my body. And God says, correct. You do what you want. But when it comes with consequences, like an infection, don't come crying to the Lord, telling him to heal the infection. Cause I'm sorry. You should have came to God in the first place to ask him if this was something that he wanted for you to be done. See what I'm trying to get at is that when we come to Christ, we are no longer our own. We are no longer our, our own. And I'm going to speak about this right after this commercial. All right, guys. So I wanted to speak to you guys real quick about this app called The Chosen. The Chosen is a television drama based on the life of Jesus Christ, created and directed and co-written by American 
American filmmaker Dallas Jenkins. The series creator stated that they had hoped to distinguish the new series from previous portrayals of Jesus by crafting a multi-season episode-based story. Let me tell you guys, I watched the full season one and then season two episodes one to three. And man, oh man, this series is so amazing. Just by the characters, the acting, everything about it, like... If you have read the Bible with your imagination and you always ask, I wonder how these characters lived and how they are, you definitely want to check out The Chosen. The Chosen is available on any app store and it's also available on Facebook and YouTube. But I do believe that I heard on the live that they no longer were going to have, um, we're going to be playing any more season two episodes on Facebook or YouTube. But if you want to catch the chosen season one, you could go check that out on YouTube or Facebook. Just type in the chosen and you will get it. Yep. I was saying when when we are serving the Lord we are no longer ours we are no longer owners of our own life actually when even when we're not serving the Lord we're still not owners of our own life because it says in the Bible you either serve God or you serve the devil you choose which one you're gonna serve if you choose to serve some people be like well I, I don't serve the devil because I don't worship him um, I'm sorry in order to you know to serve the devil you don't need to worship him to serve the devil is to choose the devil's path which was the devil chose to live a life without God. That, that, that's what you do when you choose to live a life without God in your life. You are choosing the devil's path because the devil chose to live a life apart from the holy of all holies. So that's pretty much what the Bible's telling you. Like the God is not literally telling you that, oh, either you worship me or you worship the devil as in you're going to be like, praise you, you know, to that ugly guy. Because I don't want to be saying no praise you, Satan. Because, um, no, sorry, Satan, not today. But that's not technically what God is saying. God is literally t- just telling you, like, you either do for me or you do for the world. And if, when you do for the world, then you're doing for the devil. Because the world was given to the devil the day that sin came into the earth. The, the, Adam and Eve gave the devil the, that gift of the world that God gave them. You know, the, the day that they chose to listen to the devil, they chose to give up what God was given, what God had gave them. He became ruler of the world. He became ruler because sin entered the world. And since sin entered the world, he now became the ruler because we are not rulers of sins. We are not rulers of anything. We were, when God gave us the earth, he gave us the world. He gifted us that, but we gave it up to the devil just to be like God. Cause we were tricked into believing we were going to be like God. But we, we were already like God. You get what I'm saying? Like Adam and Eve got tricked. They were already like God. They were holy with no sin. The only difference here is, is that Adam and Eve didn't know good or evil. And although God knew good and evil, what Adam and Eve didn't understand is that of course God knows good and evil. He is the creator of the world and he knows evil because he knows the devil and he is the evil one. So, of course, God knew good from evil because he knew evil. Dude, he created the evil, a.k.a. Lucifer. He created him. So, God didn't know good from evil. But anyways, we're not speaking about that. We're still on the tattoos thing. But I'm just telling y'all. Like, you know, 
And what's so crazy is that we're living in a world right now where we want to really, we live in a Christian world. Because I don't even want to talk about the world. I'm talking about the Christian world, the Christian community, the body of Christ. We're living in a world where we are so divided, completely so divided. We got the Christians who everything is bad. Everything from hairstyles to dress codes to everything. But then we have the Christians that everything is okay because it's by grace. But is it? Is it really okay because it's by grace? Jesus himself constantly was telling the disciples, you got to die You got to kill your desire, your flesh desire, because you were born in sin. So your flesh doesn't want what's holy. Your flesh wants what the world wants, which is nothing to do with. It's it's not godly. Your flesh wants what was brought into the world, which was sin. You were born in sin. So your flesh, of course, your flesh wants a tattoo, you know, but nowadays it's like, I, I love what this brother was saying. He was like, you know, you got to know the reasons why you're doing what you're doing. If it's a fashion statement, like right now, for example, Jordans, let's talk about them because all of a sudden, all of a sudden I've been rocking Jordans since I was very young. Jordan ones are not a surprise to me, but we do see how Jordan ones have become like the it thing right now. If you don't know what Jordan's ones look like, just Google it. You'll see the Jordan ones. Jordan ones are literally, literally very in. My favorite player, Michael Jordan, those were one of the, those was one of the first shoes he wore and you know, they were just dope. And honestly, like I said, I own two pairs now as an adult, but when I was younger, I owned one pair and it got ruined and then I grew out of them. But anyways, yeah. So I remember, you know, Jordan's this is the crazy part about Jordans, guys. There is no such thing as new Jordans. Nike has made these sneakers for years. It's just the gen- this generation is new to it because they were babies when, these- when the Jordan 1s came out every year. And, you know, as they get older, they see them and people... It's a fashion thing. It's, 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 it's an in thing. Like Vans. Vans, you know, Vans been out for years. I have seen skateboarders. I have seen you know, surfers, I have seen bikers and all, all these other kind of people, you know, wear vans because vans was created for a sport, mostly bike, you know, bikers and skateboarders wore vans, but vans became a fashion statement. So everyone, everyone wanted a pair of vans because they were in style they were the end same with crocs crocs were in for years and everybody i remember even even myself i'd be like yo those shoes are ugly those are nurse shoes those are ugly but they became a style so since they became a style i was like okay bet i want a pair i want a pair i want one and i bought myself two pairs of crocs but i didn't buy myself two pair of crocs because i wanted to wear them because i am a nurse I wanted to wear them because they were they are in style and I like fashion. So this is where I'm getting at. You got to know why you doing the things that you doing. You got to understand why you wearing the things that you are wearing. Like right now, bat- butterflies are all of a sudden. I'm a curious person. I said it before. I am curious George. Call me curious George, but I question everything. 
literally my kids my daughter she's um sierra is 16 about to be 17 years old and when i question things she'll be like mom you're always questioning things and it kind of bothers her and i get it because i do question everything but like all of a sudden like i was saying butterflies are in you gotta know i i need to know why all of a sudden butterflies are in why all of a sudden excuse me, why all of a sudden moons and stars and all these things are in? Like, why are these things so in now when these things have existed for years? Nobody really cared about them, but all of a sudden is a must have. Why? Why? I want to know why. And if Google ain't going to tell me why, well, I'm going to tell you who tells me why. The Holy Spirit will tell me why it's all in. And honestly, to my discovery, all these moons, stars, um, butterflies, all these things are in because it all connects to this whole crystal energy, witchcraft, white witchcraft, which I didn't even know that white witchcraft and black and, and dark witchcraft are two different things. There's called black magic and white magic. Apparently white magic is the good magic and black magic is the bad magic. You get what I'm saying? So I'm the type of person that I want to know why all these things are here. Why all of a sudden this is the style. Like, what's good? I want to know what's really, really good because I need to know. Because I need to know what, what am I bringing into my home? What am I allowing into my home? So I'll be honest with y'all. Yes, I bring my phone everywhere I go. And when I shop and I buy something... I Googled the maker of it. I want to know who you are. What's your background? Why you created this? What are, what are your reasons? You get what I'm saying? All of a sudden, all these dragons, you see dragons and styles. And I told my daughter, I'm like, do you know what you're wearing when you wear a dragon shirt? She's like, no, I don't know what it means. And I told her, it means that dragons are a, a god in China. You know, they are people that worship dragons or whatever. And she's like, but mom, I, I'm not wearing it. I'm not wearing it because of that. I'm just wearing it because I like I like the design. I'm like, yeah, it's cool. You could like the design. That's fine with me. But I just want you to know what it is that you're getting so that you can, you know, if you buy it, cool. But I want you to be able to connect with God in the Holy Spirit and ask the Holy Spirit, you know, should I get this? Should I wear this? Like, guide me. Let me know. Let me know what's good. So when it came to the tattoos, I was a little bothered because I was like, for having such a big platform, I, I expected you to, 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 to show this youth what it is to be grateful and connect with God when you are, you know, before you hit the stage and perform and, 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 and gather together with other young people to worship God through your music. And that's not what it was given, but you know, I'm going to end this like this. It really did kind of bother me that there were people that were just sitting there saying, here comes the religious people. Well, we're not the religious people. We are just the people that are reading the word that applies to our lives. We cannot sit here and say, oh, the only part of the Bible that applies to us is the New Testament. But I love all the cute things that the Old Testament talks about, like, the, you know, the, the messages from Isaiah, the messages from Jeremiah, Proverbs, the Psalms, and so on and so on. And you're only highlighting the, the, the good things and the bad things. You're like, oh, wait, that doesn't apply to me. Actually, it does. The whole entire word applies to you. God said, God said he is the word, and that is how you're going to get to know him. He gave Jesus as a sacrifice to us, guys, because... 
we just weren't getting it right. But he didn't come in and say, I'm going to give you guys Jesus so that we can forget about all the laws and the rules that I put in the Old Testament. That's not what he said. He gave us Jesus because we could not do we cannot we couldn't do the ultimate sacrifice. Jesus did that ultimate sacrifice because we were apart from God. We were so bad in sin that we literally were apart from God. And listen, in the times of Noah, the world was so bad that God literally brought flooded the earth. Flooded the earth. But he made a promise that he wasn't going to do that again. So since he made that promise, he was like, "All right, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to sacrifice my son. And my son is going to finish it." And through my son, you will get to me. But we need to understand when it says it's by grace, it's meaning we did not deserve it. We did not deserve. We were so sinful. We did not deserve Jesus to die on the cross. But because of his mercy, because of God's mercy and God's beautiful grace, God gave up a sacrifice. He sacrificed his own child. So that we didn't have to sacrifice anymore. Because every time we sacrifice a lamb, we sacrificed it. And then the next day we went and did the same thing. You get what I'm saying? I hope you guys understand what I'm saying. But um, listen, if you're going to go get a tattoo, make sure that you speak to God. Make sure that you get your answers from the Holy Spirit. Make sure you listen to the conviction. Because sometimes we get convicted and we ignore the conviction. Because we want to do what we want to do. So when you enter that tattoo shop, you got to ask yourself... Why am I getting this tattoo? Why am I getting this piercing? Why am I dressing the way I'm dressing? Why am I doing this? Why am I doing that? You got to ask exactly where it's coming from. Because sometimes, guys, we're Christians, but we're not perfect. And we need to understand that there is sin in us. We sin every single day of our lives. So we have to look into why we take the actions that we take. Because sometimes, for example, like... A Christian that still does drugs, a Christian that still smokes cigarettes, a Christian that still drinks. Am I saying that person ain't saved because of the uh, of the heart of the hard things that they're going through? No, no. I believe you're saved, but I believe that there's a Holy Spirit that wants to change that habit, that addiction. You just need to connect with Him so that so that the Holy Spirit could tell you, okay, the reason you smoke cigarettes is because of this. Is because of that. The reason you smoke weed still is because of this. Is because of that. The reason you still drinking alcohol is because of this. Is because of that. The reason you're still sleeping with someone who isn't your husband and isn't any good for you. And I, I've been trying to tell you that they're no good for you, but you keep sleeping with them and you keep dating them and you keep being with them is because of this. Now let's fix this. There is a there is a reason for everything that we do. And we need to start connecting with the Holy Spirit and with God to find out those reasons so that we can work with them into fixing those reasons so that we can live righteous and so that we can live for him and to glorify him. I wasn't I wasn't judging and neither was anybody else that was judging when they threw out the verse Leviticus 19:28. I don't think it was a judgment. I think it was a brother and a sister looking out for their other brothers and sisters. Like Paul said, you are your sisters and your brothers and sisters keeper. It was just a, a, a bunch of us just saying, hey, listen, like the Old Testament still very much applies to us. And people are like, yeah, but it's a pagan, pagan celebration. And that's the reason why God was speaking to the pagan. Listen, y'all, if that is the pagan, if pagan is, is, is the excuse we're going to use here, 
then let's be realistic. Halloween, pagan celebration. So why is it that a lot of Christians celebrate it? Christmas, Thanksgiving, St. Patrick's Day, Valentine's Day, all these holidays. Why are we celebrating it? These are pagan celebrations. So if God is saying to his children, don't get ta- don't get this and this and that done is because of the whole pagan celebration and the witchcraft and all this stuff, then pretty much we shouldn't be celebrating any type of holidays because it's pagan celebration. We're pretty much falling into a pagan celebration. So it was like, it was like, it was something that I felt like so many people were contradicting themselves. So many people were justifying themselves and the word is the word and God is not going to change it to make us, make us feel better about ourselves. So I'm going to tell you guys this word and then I'm going to end this, this, um, podcast because my girls are being reckless and playing around and beating each other up in that room. And I got to go in there and and be mom and be like, nah, we ain't going to do this. Not today, Satan, not today. So the verse is Leviticus 1928. And the word of God is read in the name of the father, the son, and the Holy spirit. And it says, do not cut your bodies for the dead or put tattoo marks on yourself. I am the Lord. If you guys want to read the rest of that chapter, go right ahead. It's a very good chapter to read. It has great things. God says some powerful things in there. Thank you so much for listening to to your anchor girl, Maria. And I can't wait because this week we're coming up with Wednesday's Declaration Wednesday. And Friday, we finally get in together and we're going to have a little nice girl chat chat. So thank you so much for listening. God bless you guys. Bye. so much for joining me in prayer today i want to encourage you to get deeper with the lord through prayer whether it's in your car bedroom workplace or that secret place you have set apart for our father remember that prayer is one of the keys to this beautiful journey with jesus so don't be discouraged and don't lose hope your prayers are being heard and answered always know that god's timing is perfect keep the faith and enjoy your day Join me next time for morning prayers with your anchored girl, Maria.